welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white, drink blue and light. And don't forget to try the new Labatt Blue Light Seltzer Variety Pack. Available at retailers throughout Pennsylvania. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. He's Dustin Hawkinsmith. I'm Jim Galante. And we're talking Penn State football. As promised in quarter number one, Dustin, we're going to talk about Sean Clifford and the rest of the quarterback room for 2022. Sean Clifford this last week uh, announced that he will be coming back for 2022 season. By the way, did I mention to you that all along I've been saying I thought he would be coming back? Have I mentioned that on the show yet? Not nearly enough, Jim. Okay. Well, I want to take advantage of that opportunity. And he made the announcement. And a couple ways to look at this, but I want to get your take first. This is, was it the smart thing for Sean Clifford to do? Was it the right thing for Penn State football? Boy, I was, you know, I, I remained conflicted about this. And I think last week we, we looked at the should he stay or should he go. And this was the most difficult one to try to project what was going to happen. Uh, on one hand, it just it, it didn't seem like such a bad thing for Penn State to be forced into a situation where they got a fresh start. Um, but on the other hand, Penn State has, and James Franklin and, and Mike Gersich, they've made their feelings about Sean Clifford pretty well known Uh it, with their words, obviously, but certainly with their decision-making over the years, sticking with Sean Clifford through a lot and losing a few guys along the way, you know, losing Tommy Stevens and losing Will Levis, you know, Micah Bowen's unrelated, but he ended up transferring as well. So, you know, I think their feelings about, about Sean have been, have been, um, there's been no secret about that. And then looking at on Sean Clifford's side, you know, he will be a six-year senior. He will be approximately 37 years old next year. Uh, he'll be a fourth-year starter. He'll be using that sixth COVID season that everybody's been granted. Um, wh- where else was he going to go? You know, was he? it really kind of came down to, was Sean Clifford ready to jump into the real world? Was he ready to battle it out as an undrafted free agent someplace? Um, or did he want to come back and take another swing at it? Uh, maybe... You know, Penn State is as far as his football career goes. Um, I, I don't. I think he's got a chance to change that, but I just didn't really see any other football options for him other than returning for a fourth season. And Penn State sure seems excited about it. He he looks like one of the maybe the the handful of guys that they would really really welcome back for that sixth year. It looks like you know their position default position as a program is to allow these six year guys to walk and and to use that opportunity to get 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 down on scholarships, but. You know, anytime you can have a, a, a quarterback with the experience level of Sean Clifford, it gives you a shot. And I think there's a lot of examples out there of guys who just develop, 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 develop. You know, you look at his first four games of this year and, and how he was playing when he got hurt. And maybe you can kind of, you know, put it together and say, okay, if he's got 12 games like that, then not only does that bring a lot of things into play for Penn State when it comes to team goals? I think that brings some more things into play for Sean Clifford as far as individual goals go. So if Sean Clifford wanted to play football again, you know, Penn State was was probably his best bet. And then I don't think you can argue. You can you can make the case that, you know, Sean Clifford isn't good enough to, to lead a team to a championship. I would listen to that argument. Uh, you could have three seasons worth of data there, too. Um, but I don't think you really say that Penn State's quarterbacks would have been better without Sean Clifford next year. 
there's a couple things that I hear from other Penn State fans who some of them just want Sean Clifford gone. The we're not going to go anywhere until Sean Clifford is gone. And there are a lot of players in the portal, big names in the portal. But again, you're dealing, you know, the devil you don't know, bringing them in. The thought is you have some young quarterbacks that are pretty good. I think if you brought in a quarterback from the portal, you'd probably want it to be similar to Sean Clifford, which means one more year, then out the door, because we want to turn the page, go to one of the young quarterbacks. The couple other things that where I think this is a good move for everyone, for Sean Clifford, put yourself in his shoes. Think back, weren't those college days great? Now think about it. He's probably got a, a schedule that you and I would have loved to have had in our college days as far as taking classes. He's not had the opportunity to be with the same offensive coordinator more than one year, it seems, in forever. So having another year to work with Mike Yersage, who he's gotten familiar with. One other thing, and I'm going to lean on our colleague T. Frank Carr, who has mentioned when he has an opportunity in the pocket, well protected, Sean Clifford has been really good. When he's under duress, now that's you could say that about any quarterback, but he says specifically for Sean Clifford, that's been a big issue which also means it's an issue because of the offensive line, too. You know, will a better offensive line help him out? It'll, obviously it will, and it'll help the whole team. Plus, does he want to leave after a 4-5 you know, and five season and a 7-5 and five season? Remember, this is a guy who experienced 11-2 and two back in 2019. So yeah. I think you put all that together, not to mention a few dollars in his pocket with uh, name, image, and likeness, not such a bad deal coming back, is it? Yeah, and I think you, I mean, Sean Clifford's message was basically, you know, I want another year to play with my actual brother, Liam, who will be a redshirt freshman next year. And I want another year to play with all the brothers on the team. And I don't think, you know, you can't blame a guy for doing that under any circumstances. And then, you know, I think the T Frank's point, I think there's one, it's one thing, as a quarterback, you can look at that metric. How do you perform against the blitz? Because when when there's designed pressure and there's designed, you know, the, reading that and finding where then the corresponding opportunity is is something that is going to define whether a quarterback has a high ceiling or not. And then there's all then there on the other side, which was a lot of it this year. What do you do under duress that wasn't by design? What do you do, you know, under duress when three of of your five offensive linemen lose their one-on-one matchup? You don't have numbers down the field because they're sending extra guys. You are just facing pressure without anything, you know, beneficial on the on the back end. You know, what quarterback is really going to thrive in that situation? Then, especially, you know, I don't. I, I felt like he was better, um, and T. Frank would be a better. Um, you know, better person to analyze that than I am. But I thought he was better in that department this year, at least until the hits really, really accumulated and the pain and the wear and tear um, piled up. But I thought in game, you know, he, he looked like he made a little bit of progress in that department this year. And you would hope that he doesn't have to make continued progress in that, in that, you know, pressure without blitzes, you know, like that's a tough situation for a quarterback. And I I do think he is still a work in progress when it comes to staring down that pressure and making the right read and keeping composed and all that. 
And you also had the situation in the first half of the year when he was healthy. He was a threat running the ball. We didn't see that so much in the second half. All right, how about in the bigger picture? What does this mean for the rest of the offense, Dusty, and the rest of the quarterback room? Well, number one, I think if you have a fourth-year starting quarterback back, you are a much more serious-looking team on paper than you would be if you're starting from scratch and you're looking at choosing between a redshirt freshman or a true freshman for that job next year, regardless of whether that true freshman is Drew Aller or not. Um, So I think in terms of looking at the transfer portal and trying to find a couple quick fixes, let's say on the offensive line to try to find a a couple experienced guys there. If if there's a wide receiver out there that can bring an extra dimension, I think you're a much more marketable program when you have a a fourth year starter at quarterback, you can see yourself contending with that guy there. And I think Sean Clifford's drawn, you know, pretty universal respect across college football coaching and player communities. So I think that probably helps Um, obviously stabilizes the ship and gives you a lot of continuity that you're not used to because that coordinator spot has been a revolving door. You know, he's played under, you know, three different ones. So um, I I think it really helps in terms of of taking Mike Yurcich's offense and taking it to another level, you know, finishing the install completely and adding new stuff to it. It gives you a lot more options as a coaching staff, um, a lot more things that you can add to it because you've got a guy who's been through so much and who has a year under his belt. And then, you know, another secondary effect is now looking at the depth chart, Christian Bayou. Everybody loved what they saw from him uh, on a one start basis against Rutgers. But you and I both know that it's a whole different ball game thinking about start making 12 starts and thinking about tape being out on you and t- thinking about guys game planning specific for you and taking away your opportunity to roll to your right because that's where all the big plays happen. Um, and then bringing in two true freshmen. I mean, all those guys can benefit from an extra year and they can all benefit from spending that extra year around a guy who's been through as much as Sean Clifford and who can lead as well and is as tough as Sean Clifford. You talk about set that tone in your quarterback room I think having another year with a guy to do that uh, helps everybody and if he were to go yes we all logged what we saw from Christian Vayu in one game but and again I'm going to lean on our colleague T Frank who saw the game and was impressed with Vayu but said do you know what the Rutgers defense didn't test him with what you're going to see from other teams who will try to fool you with different kind of zones where it's the guy you're not watching who, whenever you see an interception and the color guy says, oh, the quarterback never saw him, Vayu wasn't challenged in that way, which you know he will be by some other uh, Big Ten defenses. So having the veteran there, and then in 23, you battle it out, Vayu, Aller, Prabula, the one name we haven't mentioned is Taquan Roberson, and I think most people feel he will probably take advantage of the transfer portal. Um, he's already been bypassed by someone a grade behind him. Do you see any way Roberson comes back, Dusty? I mean, you never say never in a situation like this. He could really love Penn State, or he could really feel like, you know, Things worked against him last year, and with, with an opportunity to reset and have an offseason, he, he would be able to win that competition. You can say that he's a good competitor if he does that. Uh, I think he can still be a good competitor and say, you know what, I think um, you know, my opportunity arrived at Penn State. It didn't happen for me, and it looks like the coaching staff moved on. 
Um, so I'm going to move on to, and that, you know, I, I feel like that's the, the way that I feel like he'll end up thinking about this. And so I would be really surprised at this point if he's back again, never say never, but it just looks like one of those situations where, um, the time has come for him to move on. What are the odds that Penn state is going to give him the benefit of the doubt over the five-star quarterback that they're bringing in? What are the odds that they're going to reverse course and say, you know, you can beat out Christian Veyu when he already was beaten out by Christian Veyu in the middle of his true fresh season. So looks like the writing is on the wall that he could benefit from a fresh start someplace. And, you know, just like Tyler Rudolph, a UMass type school probably makes a lot of sense for him. And this is where the portal makes sense for everybody. You know, um, if he's not going to play, he's not using up that roster spot at Penn State. And if he's not going to play, let him go someplace where he will play best for everyone around. We just touched on it real quickly. One of the things that has to get better is that offensive line. That will sure make Sean Clifford look better. It's early, Dusty, but you see a better O-line for next year? I mean, I think not without going out there and adding a piece or two that's not on the radar just yet. Um, I think they can be better. Maybe there's some addition by subtraction that can happen here, but I just don't see it with these current pieces in place. Very good, Dusty. That is it for quarter number two. Quarter number three, we're going to start previewing the early signing day with the offense. Stay tuned for that. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light want to remind you that fall is the best season. Why? Because of football. Leaves. Fantasy football. Flannel. Beards. Tailgating. Oh yeah, and more football. Welcome to the best season ever. Grab some Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Because it's time to get undomesticated. Beer. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. Always enjoy responsibly. 